This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised as some cases contain graphic content. We mean no disrespect to anyone we discuss in this podcast except our exes. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. However, we will be expressing our personal opinions. Buckle up, buttercup. Hey guys, it's Cynthia. And I'm Wes, and this is Love and Luminol, a true crime podcast. Yay! Yay! What are we doing? <laughs> we are doing Kellyanne Bates. Kellyanne Bates. Yes. Um, as Didn't you know, know that one either. Yeah. It's going to be a difficult one. Uh, uh, not for you. <laughs> uh, well, maybe for you still. Personally, me, because October is Domestic Violence Month. Mm hmm. And this case is. Uh, as bad as it gets in that department, so. Oh, boy. Yeah, so ignore my tears and dramatic pauses, but triggering. <laughs> All so, right. Yeah, let's get into this. Here we go. All right, so you haven't heard of her. Surprising. Um. It's a rough one. Oh, well, guys, bear with me. But okay. Kellyanne Bates, and she's just the ripe age of 17. Okay. <laughs> Already you're like, oh. But, and here's a picture of her. That's her. Right okay. There. Yeah, she definitely looks like a kid. She looks, she looks younger than 17. Yeah, I was going to guess like 14. 12. Yeah. I don't know if that's an older picture of her. It's possible. Possible. But that's her. Her mother's name was Margaret, and her father was Tommy Bates. Okay. And that's a picture of her parents there. All right. I'm liking that color. I don't know her mom's hair colors, kind of. I like that. Is it's this? It's like a rose goldish color. This is not in America? Um, no, I don't think so. They look British. They, yeah, I know. What, <laughs> I was going to say England. I was going to say, they look British. Yes. But um, Kelly loved playing sports, and she wanted to become a teacher. Okay. And there's a picture of her. Um, she looks a little older there now. Yeah, a little bit. Not by much. Not by much. But looks like she's the older sister. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a sibling or cousin or friend. or. I've but. had that exact same couch. I Did think you? everybody's had that couch. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they have like flowers or something brown. It's flowers yeah, it's like brown and like farmhouses and flowers and yeah. stuff on it. And yeah, yeah. Popular. I think, I think everybody in like the eighties had that couch. <laughs> I think so. But then she got a boyfriend, okay. James Patterson Smith. What the fuck? That's a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. He's like forty. Yeah, he wishes, but that's... He's older than 40? Um, We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it, but that's her boyfriend. Lovely. That she met when she was 14 years old. Okay. Um, She was babysitting for one of his friends, and I don't know, he decided that... um. He wanted to groom a 14-year-old. Yeah. All um, right. He volunteered to walk her home that night to, quote, keep her safe. Sure. <laughs> Get chills. This from who? But. Uh, Not from you. Yeah. The grooming began on day one. 
of course. But the grooming process was so secretive that Kelly's parents did not even meet Smith until two years later. They didn't even know he existed. Hmm. And even then, they spoke to him over the phone and were misled to believe he was 32. Still bad for That's 17. That's still bad. Yeah. 32, but he's really 48. He's pushing Ugh. 50. Yeah, he's pushing the big 5-0. But you said two years later. She was 14, so she would have been 16. Yeah, and he's 48. 48 and 16. Hmm. So she said he was 32, but that's 32-year difference in it's age. still... Yeah, but 32 and 16 still ain't right. Yeah, so I don't know if they came up with that number based on just the difference between them. She's like, 32 years. Years. <laughs> I think, yeah, she she didn't finish her sentence. Mm, but she also told her parents that his name was Dave. Okay. Mm. And her mother said, quote, when I first met him, which she met him in person eventually, the hairs went up on the back of my neck. Looking at him. Yeah. To... <laughs> no. After meeting James, people noticed Kelly completely changed. Like since he started grooming her. Yeah. She was no longer bubbly and tidy. She stopped showering. Ugh. She would spend hours just curled up on the sofa. Hmm. Sounds like depression or what. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah doing to her but um her mother said quote she came home and one side of her face was black she said some girls had attacked her and i couldn't bear to worry but i knew if i dragged her away from him i could lose her mm. but you end up losing her in the worst way by not you know yeah oh my god but november of 1995, so it was in the 90s. Okay. Kelly moved in with the unemployed James in Gorton. So is that England? I don't know. Gorton. Sounds like it could be. Possible. Her parents didn't like it, but agreed as long as she stayed in regular contact. Okay. I don't know... I don't know what would happen if they didn't agree. I'm like, what's the worst that could happen if you're like, no, you can't live with this grown-ass man? Like, I would have said no. Yeah, I would have too. I'd been like, no. You're going to be in regular contact I would have been calling the cops. You live here. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Sorry. One day, Kelly came home and told her parents that she had a new job and that she wouldn't be able to see them as much. Okay. She left the home for good on November 30th, 1995, and moved in with James, who had a two-bedroom house on Furnival Road in Gorton. Kelly would still speak to her parents over the phone, but they would never see her alive again. Yeah. So he mm. isolated her as well. Wow. So textbook. Um, on the rare occasion, her parents did see her, they could tell she was losing weight, that she stopped bathing or taking care of her appearance. She just looked horrible to them. She was covered in bruises and sometimes even bite marks. Wow. Yeah. Real, real. Despite her mom's pleads, 
Kelly refused to admit James was abusing her and refused to leave him. Phone calls back to home became sporadic, and the birthday and Christmas cards were all signed by James and never Kelly. So he signed her name for her on family cards and stuff. He wouldn't let her sign cards or nothing. That's just... Her parents were becoming increasingly more concerned for her well-being, so they contacted their doctor and the police. So they did contact the police. Mm -hmm. By the time Kelly was 16, she stopped seeing her family altogether. That year, Margaret received birthday and anniversary cards that were supposedly from her daughter, but they weren't in her handwriting. They were James, so like there was notes, Mm -hmm. but it was not written by Kelly. He wrote them. And even though she was only 17, she was legally allowed to choose to live with James. So that's where we were. We were wondering how she could. I guess 17's the age of emancipation, wherever they're at. Because they called the police. What about when she was 16, though? 16? No, but now that she's 17, it says now that even though she's only 17 now, she could choose. But back when? Back then, yeah. They could have said no back then, but they didn't. Didn't. Okay. Yeah, but um, Kelly, again, kept coming up with black eyes and kept saying she was jumped by random girls. Um, James kept Kelly in a hole in the floor sometimes. Like he had a little crawl space hole thing where he kept her. Margaret contacted the local police and expressed her abuse concerns. And they gave her a domestic abuse pamphlet to give to Kelly and told her to encourage Kelly to come in. Like that was going to do anything. <sighs> they don't. It drives me nuts because I don't understand the amount of fear this poor child is in. Child, she's 17, but child nonetheless. Yeah. The amount of fear she's in. And to think that she can willingly get up and walk out of that house on her own to go to the police station is ridiculous. They no. should have came to the house and been like, do you need me to take you with me? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you need to come with me? Blink once if yes. Blink yeah, twice like, if you're... Yeah, like, don't just say, oh, here's a handout. Give this yeah. to her. Mm-mm. No. But they couldn't do anything until Kelly came in herself. So I guess they're saying she's an adult. We can't do nothing until she comes in. Which is ridiculous. I think just do a welfare check. That's why I've been like, well, welfare check on her. Yeah. Haven't heard from her. <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody, go out there. But they never checked up on her since she was a legal adult. (sighs) Her parents were afraid to go check on her themselves because they were afraid she would get mad and pull more away from them. But I don't know how farther away she can get. She wasn't talking to them. Yeah. I think I would have took the risk. And that's another thing that drives me. People are like, I don't want her mad at me. Well, she can be mad at you, but she'll be alive. Yeah. That's the thing. Exactly. She'll be mad, but she'll be okay. She'll be safe. I'm like, oh. And they do regret that decision every day. They regret not going over there I'll and bet. taking her. And they regret it every day. But April 16th, 1996, James walked into the Greater Manchester. There you go, Manchester. That's definitely UK. Police station and said Kelly was dead. Yeah. 
<sighs> Police rushed to the scene and found her naked and lifeless on the bathroom floor. And this animal claimed that they were, quote, going at it in the bathtub and she accidentally drowned. Of course. Yeah. He claimed he tried to resuscitate her. However, it was clear that it was not an accident. And this is where... Trigger warning. It gets rough. But they found Kelly's blood in every room of the house. So in every room, her blood was in there. Her torture had been going on over a prolonged period of time. Her autopsy showed over 150 separate injuries that were all in different stages of healing. So he's beaten her for a while. Um, in the four weeks leading up to her death, she suffered just unimaginable torture and pain. Like nothing I've ever seen. James... James burned her with cigarettes. Okay. Yeah, and branded on the thigh with a hot iron. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Boiling water was poured over her feet and her butt. So he poured boiling water on her. Um, she had multiple stab wounds caused by knives, forks, and scissors. And that's poor girl. And stab wounds were even found on the inside of her mouth. Jesus. Yeah, he stabbed her in the mouth. There were ligature marks on her neck indicating that she'd been strangled multiple times. Probably just to make her pass out or something. But it wasn't to kill her. It was multiple strangulation marks in different stages of healing. She was also tied to the radiator by her hair. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't even know. And it gets worse. At some point during the four weeks, her kneecaps and hands had been stomped on to the point of being crushed, making her unable to walk and therefore escape. So he stomped her kneecaps in. Oh my God. She was also partially scalped. The fuck? He scalped her. Her ears, nose, mouth, lips, and genitalia had been mutilated and cut. He tortured her. And, oh God. James gouged both her eyes out and stabbed her eye sockets repeatedly with narrow, sharp object like an ice pick. So he gouged oh her eyes out, made her blind, and then continued to poke stuff in there just to cause her pain. The eye injury blinded her and could have occurred up to three weeks before her death. So this wasn't something that happened. Oh, my God. She lived with no eyes for three weeks while he stabbed her in the eye sockets. Oh, my God. Yeah, this monster is pure. She was starved and hadn't been given water for several days before she died. She had a broken arm. Like, I'm surprised. All this, my God, this is ridiculous. This poor girl. 
and she'd been beaten over the head with the shower head before being drowned in the tub. So after they came up with the autopsy, all this stuff, and they said, dude, accident my ass. <laughs> like, this is for a prolonged period of time. And then finally, he decided to come clean. He said he hit her in the head with the shower head. And then he pushed her head underwater because he thought she was faking like she did many previous times. Faking what? I think faking drowning. I think oh he was hit her in the head and I think he tried to knock her out and he thought she was faking it. So then he just held her under the water. Oh she a fake, did she fake losing her eyes? I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, this like, is fucking asshole. But there is a um, little flyer they made posted about getting, uh, what do you call it? Attention to her case. Yeah. Bring in word, but they listed her injuries, and you can see it's ridiculous. Just some of it summarized is like, oh. yeah, fractured arm, crush injuries of both hands, wounds caused by a spade and pruning shears, stab wounds to empty eye sockets. Like he tortured her. And he had a history of violence towards women. Fucking. He, in 1982, he groomed 15-year-old Wendy Motter's head. So he's groomed a teen before. Wendy stated she survived, thankfully, in court that he once held her head underwater in the kitchen sink repeatedly as a method of punishment. Like he almost drowned her, bring her out. As soon as she got her breath back, almost drowned her again. She said, yeah, that's his mm -hmm. thing. Wow. Um, quote, she said, quote, it frightened me, but you get to the point where you're too frightened to do or say anything. You just took it. I get it. I get it. Um, another woman, Tina Martin, who met James when she was 20, told the court that he used her as a human punch bag. So he's just a piece of crap all around. She stated he would kick and punch her even when she was pregnant with his child. Mm. Yeah. Mm, this monster. During the trial, James would blame Kelly. Of course. Quote, saying, she would put me through hell, winding me up. So he's saying it's... An, oh, my God, I've heard that. <sighs> it's your fault I had to do this. It's your fault I hit you. You shouldn't have made me that mad. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit, That's different. narcissism. Yeah. Oh, my God. He claimed that she would taunt him about his dead mother. I'm sure she did. Yeah, I'm sure that's what came Somebody who's mind. being beaten constantly and is afraid of you is not going to tease you about, your, tease dead you about your dead mother. No. I'm sorry. Because no. they're afraid that they're going to get it worse. They're not going to say yeah, stupid no. shit like that to make it. You're not gonna say it's like walking on glass. You're not gonna say anything. They're gonna barely want to talk. Yeah, you're not gonna want to move unless you know, you know. It's so it's ridiculous. When asked why he tortured her so badly, he stated that she asked him to. Sure, please gouge my eyes out, <laughs> stab the empty wounds, yeah. please burn me, please do this, uh -uh. scalp me. He said that Kelly had quote a bad habit of hurting herself to make it look worse on me. 
it's like they all do the same shit. I'm just going to tell them you did it to yourself. I'm just going to, you know, it's the same shit. I'm going to tell them you did it. I'm going to tell them you're just crazy. And they're going to admit you to the hospital. Oh, you'll never see your kid again. Same crap. The pathologist Dr. William Lawler later said, quote, In my career I have examined almost 600 victims of homicide, but I've never come across injuries so extensive. That's why I've said I've never seen anything this bad. Someone's surviving most of this for weeks. Yeah. The pain alone. I mean, she couldn't walk. <laughs> like, hands crushed, kneecaps crushed. She couldn't fight him off. She had mm. to take it. Uh. And the jury was told that her death, quote, must have been merciful. What? Yeah, they're saying he was beating her continually so bad and torturing her. Oh, that, that death that when she finally was a mercy. Yeah, wow, that death was a mercy to her. And her father, worst part was her father had to identify her body. Oh Jesus! Yeah, someone had to. But her mother said, "Quote: People called him an animal, but an animal wouldn't do that to another animal. He is a very evil man." I think about how much pain she must have been in, how she must have thought we didn't love her because we didn't save her. And I'm sure she didn't think once that, but... The evidence at trial was so disturbing that every member of the jury was given and accepted professional counseling afterwards. So I would say for, so. Yeah, they paid for... I'm going to need it after <laughs> researching this case. But he was found guilty in November 1997. The jury of seven men and five women took just one hour to find him guilty. I would say so. And probably 50 minutes of that was eating lunch. Like it was guaranteed. Yeah. They walked in and said, everybody's guilty, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's eat some lunch and then we'll go back out. Yeah. Can't make it look too obvious. God. But he is sentenced to life in prison. He should have been hung. Beaten and then hung. No, I like life in prison better. You like life in prison better? Yeah. Ugh. Life in prison with... Unicorn tattooed across unicorn, his forehead? Yeah, exactly. Daddy's tattooed across his forehead. Yeah. But, oh, it's a piece of crap. The judge recommended that James serve a minimum of 20 years. Why would there even be a minimum? Is what I'm saying. You have to it at least serve be, 20. No, you should have at least serve your life. Yeah. Like you it should be, be, I'm sorry, but you're here till you die. Period. Yeah, you're lucky if you get yard time at this point. You may just rot in that concrete corner. He told James at sentencing that, quote, you are an abuser of women, and I intend, so far as it is in my power, that you will abuse no more. For 20 years, I guess. I don't know. After that, I guess it's good to go. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I hope, I hope it's 20 years before he can go for parole, and I hope they deny him every single time. Well, so it's been over 20 years. Yeah. So. Do Nothing was said about it. I haven't found anything. Okay. So I'm hoping that means he's still in there. Hopefully. Yeah, he needs to be in there. Well, he's, how old was he, 50 when he was? Maybe he's dead. Oh, Lord. Hope so. <laughs> Maybe that was his life. Hopefully. He, yeah, because he would have been, what, 70 in jail. Maybe. That's all right. But that's the devastating case of Kelly and Bates. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? That's what I said. I said that poor lady. 
Wow. Like, yeah, it's horrible, and it's just. I, yeah, I, I don't know what to say after that one. I know. Like, and normally I, I, I'll <laughs> sit and crack jokes throughout things and mess around, but I couldn't on that one. There's no way. No. Like, there's no way I could have even. I just had to sit there and listen. I was trying not to cry. You were trying not to cry. I'm rubbing your back. (laughs) Like I'm trying to console you because I know, I know that had to have been hard for you. Yeah. I mean, given what you've been through. And that's why I'm like. I don't know why you even chose that case. (laughs) Like. So where it doesn't say violence awareness month, but I. Because I can see where she's, her mom's like, I didn't want to come and take her because she'd be mad at me. And I'm like, I know that moms, most moms would feel that way. Yeah. It's like a fight and she's, and it's, I mean, just do it. It's like, and then her mom's like, oh, I hope she doesn't think we didn't love her because we didn't save her. Like, no, she never, she probably never thought that. I never thought that. No, she probably wished somebody would, but. I don't know they beat themselves over for it, but I guarantee you she it's a sticky didn't. situation. Yeah. You don't want to butt in to someone's life, but you also want to protect them and it's just a hard line to walk. Because you're like, I don't want to interrupt your life, I don't want to bother you, but something's not right. I want you to get out of there. Yeah. And the same time the person being abused is like, I'm afraid if I leave he'll come after me, come after you. You know, I don't want him chasing us around. He knows where you live, knows where we live. Yeah, and I'm sure. And I'm sure itself. at some point, a threat to the family was made. Yes, I'm positive. There like not is. to them, but to her. Family, like or kids, you, you do, usually. you leave or you try to leave, and I'm going to take it out on the people you Your love. Parents. Yeah. What <sighs> is horrible? Oh. But that is it. Wow. And we'll put up the hotline number. Yeah. If you get, if you're, you're know someone or you are in a situation, I mean, give them a call. We'll post the number on the screen. Um, in fact, Google the number so I can say it for people who don't have video of this. Oh yeah. They, I can say it over the audio. Um, but we'll, like I said, we'll post it on the video. Um, I'll even post it in the, um, the description of the, the YouTube video on this or the podcast. I'll post it in the description of the audio version of the podcast, but I want to say it out loud in case you don't read it or you're not watching the video. It is, um, 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can text START to 88788. Either of those will get you to the domestic violence hotline. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it's, I consider it like a child abuse case. Like if, even if you suspect something's happening, it doesn't hurt to call. No. Send a checkup. Even if you're wrong, worst case, they get mad and aggravated at you, but then they should understand that you're looking you're, out for them. You're doing it because you're worried. Yeah. I, and then you'd be yeah. like, my bad. I'm sorry. I was worried about it. And that's fine. But it's better than not doing it and then something like this happens. Yeah. And you're like, man, I should have done something. So even if 
it's just a suspicion, just calling in, just to be safe. Yeah. Well, that's it for this time. Um, The normal, like and subscribe and check us out on social media. We're everywhere except for Twitter slash X. Loveinluminal.com will get you to all our places online. And whether you want audio or video of our episodes, you can find us where we are on your service. Um, But... um, I don't have anything to add to that except get help if you're in that situation or if you know someone who is, help them. Don't worry about what they think of you. Just get it done. Save, save them. Mm -hmm. But, um, I want to say, um, really proud of you for doing this. Like, I mean, I know how much it probably, how hard this was to do. Um, but I'm just, proud of you and oh thanks just yeah it's rough because it's stuff you don't want to yeah you don't want to yeah. go remember it go back through it yeah. it's a lot but thoughts to her family and oh, yes awful. yeah thoughts to her family on this yeah